HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by the Academy Opus Cassius, the cheese industry's unique center for professional development. For more information and to apply for courses, visit our website at www.academymons.com. That's A-C-A-D-E-M-I-E hyphen M-O-N-S dot com. Hi, this is Joe Campanelli, the host of In the Drink. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Canary Islands is an autonomous community off Spain, of Spain, off the coast of Morocco. Some may think of the islands as being the remnants of Plato's lost continent of Atlantis. Others think of the Canary Islands as a, quote, continent in miniature, end quote, for the diverse, diverse landscapes across Gran Canaria, from arid and dry to lush and well-vegetated. What many people don't necessarily think about when they think about the Canary Islands is cheese. And for that, I'm very excited to introduce introduce Rafael Chacon to the show of Chacon Iho, who is with us live from the Canary Islands. How are you doing, Rafael? I'm doing great. Nice to hear you. Um, <laughs> hello from the from Tenerife, from the Canary Islands. Uh, it's a pleasure to, to be here with you today. Thank you so much for coming on the show and taking some time for us. <laughs> it's a pleasure. This is Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network, and I'm your host, Greg Blaze. I'd like to start by asking you about your company, Rafael. What is Chaconi all about? Uh, well, we are uh, wholesalers of um, uh, food, mainly food. And um, the company started like um, 30, 35 years ago with my father, but it was actually my grandfather who was a retail and and as soon as the Merca, Merca Tenerife, which is the um, main spot of uh, food for for the for the whole province, um, opened its doors, um, uh, my my grandfather told my father, "Why not to go there and and get independent from him and start uh, his own company?" But now, instead of as a retailer, as a wholesaler, so um, that's how uh, everything. 
let's say, started. And we are specialized in cheese, cheese from the Canary right. Islands. Um, and though we we sell other products like charcuterie, like uh, Iberian ham or chorizo, sure. things like that. Yeah. So you bring things in from Spain and then and sell them uh, and sell them locally as well. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, exactly. But basically, our 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 main clients, all of them, are um, in the island in Tenerife. Yeah. And so we sell to bars, to restaurants, supermarkets. Um, but Mercat Tenerife is also open for every everybody who wants to 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 buy. But instead of getting, I don't, I don't know, let's say uh, um, a, a, a piece of uh, cheese, they yeah. need to, to get the whole wheel. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, of course, got to make that. So, what what inspired you to start exporting your cheese in particular? Was your grandfather's yeah, well, store we, also a cheese shop? Yeah, no, we, we started um, um, to exporting to mainland, to Madrid. Uh-huh. Um, to, and and, the, and our idea is to um, export to export abroad. So we decided to to give a, to give it a shot in um, in Europe. Um, uh, first, and um, straight away we decided to go to to the new to, to New York for the fancy food show. Nice. And yeah, we we to be honest, we don't have like um, we we have a lot of illusion in this project, and so oh, yeah. we um, we decided not to give us um, not to set limits for ourselves. Why so, would yeah, we're open to export to everywhere. <laughs> yeah, man. Anybody that wants to buy your stuff, you want to sell it to them. What were the biggest challenges? Well, I mean, so how many cheeses do you export? Um, how many? What's your portfolio of cheese? And what kind of cheese do you sell? Um, sorry, would you mind to uh, repeat the question? I don't know, but sometimes I hear you, like, if you have... You are very far away. But oh, I am. It seems to be even farther. I'm. I am super far away. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> um, so, what was like the biggest um, the biggest challenge that you faced um, in order to open up yeah. in open order to open up your business or to to start exporting yeah. cheese abroad? Exporting, yeah. Uh, well, um, because we we are a small archipelago here in the um, right. uh, northwest coast of Africa, of Africa. We belong to Spain, uh, but it's, it's still um, the the biggest problem is to find a transport company because sure. um, to 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 receive whatever you need from mainland Europe or yeah. uh, um, anywhere else, you can get it. Uh, no problem at all. But if you need to send something, something like back w- to you. when we are talking about about selling, right? About exporting, yeah. you need to send. If it's refrigerated, yeah, you need to send a full uh, a full container. Yep. that's the biggest problem. Sure. Um, I uh, nobody starts um, with a client. Uh, saying the client, well, I want to buy a full container. No, no, that, nobody does that. Not even so my people want to buy a full container. That's uh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so um, it was actually um, um, during during quite a while I, I was looking for for a transport company, and uh, it was really complicated to find one. Uh, basically, um, after four or five months, um, so imagine basically half year. Yeah. Every day 
uh, with the aim of to find um, transport company. I I gave up. I went to I went to bed. I I, I was totally devastated because um, the transport costs were were like around seven uh, euros a kilogram, which is insane. That's not true. It was by plane. There was no way to send it by by my my by by by, by ship. So yeah. we were like a. I was devastated, and while I was on on the bed, I I don't know, but I just tried to give it one more shot, one more one more try. I went on the internet, um, I found a telephone number, I I called some uh, some different numbers, and the day after I had an appointment with a transport company who is totally committed with our project and has decided not to get. Um, not to not to get not to earn a lot of money at the beginning. They wanted to help you out with us. Uh, yeah, but because they really trust in our project, they trust in, cool. in my in my father's uh, company. Uh, they and so imagine I was like a, I was overwhelmed because uh, from having nothing and understanding why nobody has ever been successful sure. exporting Canary cheeses. Sure. Yeah. I decided to give it a try and I found a very amazing transport company who is making our life uh, that's awesome. way easier. Like so yeah, yeah that was definitely Well the that's the number challenge. one thing. Thank you so much for uh, for sharing that with me. Um, your your difficulty in getting products out is um, is something that I understand, and here in America, I have, I'm literally, we, I'm falling over myself. There's so many, there's so much distribution here, you know, and uh, and and still, I run into the same problem, uh, just to get products driven to me, um, not because anybody is too expensive or trying to be, but just there are costs, and for you, I imagine, um, you know, those transportation companies have uh, have fuel costs, um, you know, and then they have all the fees of import and export that they have to pay to pick up the goods that you sell them and um, and all yeah. of the attendant fees and just just every vendor, every producer that you deal with, you, I'm sure, have to have documentation from. And uh, small producers, they don't like to write everything down, you know? So, I mean, it's just a myriad yeah. of problems. Yeah. But it must have been really uh, fulfilling for you to work um, with the producers that were local and take the, their products um, – to other parts of the world, that must have made you feel really good, right? Yeah, yeah, no, you're right in everything you say. And actually, um, the, the, the producers, uh, um, they, they, uh, at the beginning, they were a little bit surprised about our project. They were, very, yeah. oh yeah, that's a really good idea and everything. But reality is that um, every time we, we deliver some samples, yeah. Uh, for a festival or sure. to go to um, uh, or just to send it to a potential client and at the end you or at least my father and I we 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 always say like um, the transport costs were like um, let's say 300 years 500 years whatever sure yeah? by the end we don't we don't we don't give them the, um, the we don't pass them over the um, what's the name? The bill, yeah. the transport cost, because they, as you said, they're small producers, um, and the project is somehow uh, it's our project, yeah. And absolutely, uh, it, it will be time for everybody to get things done. And if you start asking for the money for the transport costs for this, for that, it will come a, a moment, uh, and that uh, they will say, "No, I'm very happy just selling absolutely. the cheese here. You don't need to worry anymore." 
yeah. about um, to, about exportations. You know what I mean? I do. So, that that happens with um, me all the time. That, that's you know, it just because you you don't it, those people make such a small amount of money off of the goods that they produce. So yeah, and it's such a such a hard job. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I do. And they start very early in the morning. Um, the goats they don't they don't understand about euros or anything. No, they you know don't. I mean? <laughs> they need to. So yeah, it's a it's a very hard. Um, like I, I, uh, if you don't value their job, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't give them the value they have, uh, my father would have never. Um, uh, uh, keep the company for thirty-five years. You know what I mean? Like so I do. In that in that way, we are totally. Um, uh, we are like a team somehow. Yeah, I, I've are. been very surprised. Look, I, I am an engineer. I uh-huh. have three engineer careers. Uh, I have a master in fire safety protection and blah 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 blah. Oh. And since I was very little, I always wanted to work with my father. Sure. And now because of the crisis, I have I have the chance to work with him. And I'm overwhelmed about everything I'm learning from him. Um, yeah. All about how, like, the respect people um, show, like, the people are showing to him, um, how much the producers respect my father's ideas. And I think this project really, really, really brings um, the, the best of um, at least different generations sure. um, maybe even say, three uh, a third one coming yeah, yeah. well the thing is what you yeah. what your new job you know as an as an engineer you were very adherent to processes and uh, people help to manage the processes but what you're involved in now is a, a business of relationships and trust and uh and that's a whole nother thing. You know what I mean? That's a whole nother world there. Yeah. Um, to, to get those people who put in all those long hours um, working with the land and working with yeah. their animals to make the wonderful things that they make, to trust you to take their goods, um, pay them for yeah. their goods <clears throat> at a delayed period of time, and then send their goods out. Um, hoping that they get there in the same shape that they know that they can sell them locally. Um, there's a there's a lot of trust involved in that, you know, and uh, and those ancient relationships. Exactly. Those are those those are your real currency. They're, those are the those are the real things that you trade in. It's much less about the money for for those people and for yeah. you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And and exactly. And we wake up at, at three a.m. every day to go to work. Yeah. Because we our shop opens at night. And, sure. And it's a very it's it's um it's a hard work. But when you have the chance to go abroad, is um to the people to um, the chance to try their uh, your, your products. Yeah. And you see their faces like sure. wow, this is a fantastic. Cheese, or this is a fantastic. I don't know. For example, the Almogrote, the, the the fancy food show. I decided to go to the Cheesemonger Invitational. Sure, and that's a good and, party. Yeah, <laughs> and I had my 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 rucksack was full of uh, different cheeses. Sure, and uh, with thank you of um, Susan Susan Sturman, um Veronica Bati. I decided I decided to go to. To, um, to New York for the fans of the show. And I was really pleased to see the people eating, like, our, um, my, my, the samples I brought there. Sure. So I was like, they have cheeses there. And I said, yeah, my, my, my rocks are full of cheeses. So I started just cutting, and a lot of people were um, trying them. 
and uh, everything I heard was fantastic. It was yeah. um, unbelievable, like perfect. Actually, it was a, a, this guy from a distribution um, company, and uh, he he tried the Almogrote, which is. Um, it was a product that people like the most. It's, yeah. uh, basically, it's made out of a very old goat cheese, yeah. around two years old. Um, it's majorero or palmero cheese. Uh-huh. Um, it got a garlic, red, um, pimenton rojo, yeah. and um, olive oil. That sounds tasty. And you just, yeah, and you just dip it with a with a. I think you call them um, uh, crunches, so like the, um, <laughs> it's all right. uh, the bread, yeah, 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 and or crisps, yeah, sure, crisps, and crackers. This guy was like after after he had a, a couple of bites, he said like, "Look, we should be eating this while we're watching the final of the Super Bowl." <laughs> uh, that's awesome. And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's great." That that is a compliment. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it, it's that's great. Yeah. I um, <laughs> I like that a lot. Well, it's great so, that you so, um, were able to get that experience when you went over and uh, really see how the cheeses uh, from your country um, and the things that you're so used to affect yeah. people who who like them and the fancy food show and especially the cheesemonger invitation. I mean, uh, people the the people who sell cheese are hungry to try things that they've never had before. Um, and, um, and even, exactly. you know, I mean, shades of the uh, shades of things that maybe they've had before, like maybe, you know, the people have had spent cheeses from Spain, um, and they're familiar with Maharera yeah. or Manchego or Idiatrabal or any of that stuff, but yours is quite different, yeah. uh, different take on any of that. Right. So yeah. Yeah. And that people, they know, they, they know a lot <laughs> about cheese. They really, oh, yeah. so when they say this is a good cheese. That means a lot, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like right. it's not just a just a friend um, telling you that it's a, it's a oh I, I really like sure. it or whatever. Now they they know what they're eating and they know that it's, it's good stuff and that that is great to hear. Um, on, and when you are that far away and you are trying to defend um, your products from your islands and everything, um, means a lot to you. You know, like yeah. you, you feel like a, an ambassador. You and know? you are. You definitely are. <laughs> like, I don't know, like <laughs> bringing good stuff to the other side of the world. That's nice. great. All right, we're going to take a short break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk to you specifically about the cheeses from the Canary Islands so people can know what wonderful stuff you sell. Hold on one sec. The Academy Opus Cassius is the cheese industry's unique center for professional development, offering both practical and classroom training for cheese professionals ready to move their careers to the next level. The Academy is the only professional cheese school integrating hands-on practice, formal instruction, and curriculum-related visits in every course, and attracts students from such diverse countries as Australia, Venezuela, Ukraine, Canada, Sweden, Kenya, and India. Cheesemongering, cheesemaking, and affinage courses form the core curriculum. The Academy also offers insider's tours in New York, London, and Paris, where cheesemongers can meet their international peers and be inspired by different approaches to cheesemaking and retailing. 
The London tour, this November 1st through 4th, includes visits to top mongers, including Neal's Yard Dairy and Paxton and Whitfield, great markets, including Spitalfields and Borough Market, urban cheesemakers Gringa Dairy and Capisation, and a day in Somerset visiting traditional cheddar makers Montgomery's and Westcombe and the younger White Lake Dairy. Limited to six cheese professionals, this program is a unique opportunity to get behind the scenes and expand your network. Act now to secure your spot. For more information and to apply for this and other courses, visit our website at academymons.com. That's A-C-A-D-E-M-I-E hyphen M-O-N-S dot com. Welcome back to Cutting the Curd. This is Greg Blaze. Uh, before the break, we were talking with Rafael Chacon of Chacon Hijo about his distribution company based in the Canary Islands. Now, for the second part of our show, I'd like to talk a little bit more about the cheeses of the Canary Islands and what sorts of cheeses are traditional to the islands. Um, I know that you're off the coast of Morocco, um, and I have been lucky enough to travel there. I traveled there so many years ago, and a story I've told many, many, many times. Um, I was not uh, selling cheese then, but I was in college, and I, and I was there to just to hang out. You know, we went we went a long ways, and uh, you know, the food was very different for us there. Uh, when we got there, because you know we were like a bunch of white kids, you know from uh, from Boston, and um, but we really loved um, eating um, the bread and the fresh goat cheese, um, and like smoked mackerel we ate, um, and uh, we ate a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but we that I remember the cheeses uh, from there being very fresh, and I was wondering if the cheeses of the Canary Islands, Raphael, are mostly very fresh, or um, even um, yogurt-kind-of-based cheeses? Uh, well, um, it is true that, um, that we, we have uh, a lot of uh, different fresh cheeses, actually. Yeah. In Tenerife, it's um, the, the, the most common one. Um, What's that one called? It depends on the island. For example, let's, let's say in Tenerife we have the um, uh, fresh goat cheese. Yeah. Uh, very characteristic, and um, we we like to eat it that way. Like, for example, in La Palma, they have the uh, La Palma cheese, which is um, the biggest cheese of Spain. It's around, it can, it can reach 20 kilograms. Okay. And it's a... Big wheel that they they smoke, um, it's in, um local um, local wood. Okay. Um, they smoke it with bands, so it's not like an idiasabal that is uh-huh. um, homogenic. You know what I mean? I understand. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it got lines and everything. Yeah, and that one, the you eat it fresh, but the the, the idea is to. Um, to be like semi-hard, you know what I mean? Sure. Like usually when we get it, it's like let's say two weeks, two weeks, three weeks old, and that's not, not that's not enough. But you can order it like with one month, two months, three months, and it's when you get the best out of it. What is the what does um, it make it best at like one or three months? Why is it better then than it is when it's young? develops all the all the different tasting notes. Like so it gets the personality he has and actually because it's a big cheese. Yeah. It needs more time to get yeah, to get uh, cured, you say? So it's a yeah. massive smoked um, cheese? Is it made of it's made of goat's milk though? Or it's, or cow? It's goat cheese, yeah, from La Palma. So, so it's twenty no, no, kilo- goat cheese. Uh, actually, wow. um, That's it's, massive. Um, and in the Canary Islands, there are three cheeses yeah. with um, 
um, protected by each region. Yeah. And one is from La Palma, which is um, a palmera goat. So, yeah, it's a specific um, race of uh, goat. Palmetta. That lives there. And, yeah, and it's a fantastic cheese. Uh, actually, they, they used to... Um, to put it in a pan and turn in a few times huh. and add some mojo, which are uh, sausage from the Canary Island. Yeah. You have the cilantro one and the, and the red one. And it's, a, let's say, the most popular dish in the Canary Islands. I don't know, basically. No, no, everybody gotcha. from abroad has always tried that. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that, and, that they feed the tourists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's that's a lot of yeah, goat milk. Like, so, and also for example, yeah, like in 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 El Hierro is totally different. It's a mixed cheese, and that's they mixed. also smoke it. But it's because long time ago they used to smoke it to protect it. You know how it yeah, works. Yeah, of course. And 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 and. and uh, let's say La Gomera, it's a little bit more... La Gomera is semi-hard or hard, usually very hard, because they have what's, the Almogrote. Almogrote is from there. What's the name of that cheese again? La Mo- and Can you- Gran Canaria, I don't know. That island, they have several different companies that they make um, really fantastic cheese. Uh-huh. They know, they, they, they are very good at it. And... They have it with the red paprika, the pimenton, or the gofio, which is um, toasted cereals um, and grains. Um, and in the majorero cheese is the most popular one, I would say, abroad. Yeah, that's um, the one I know the best. And the, yeah, and that one is semi-hard or hard. Yeah. The, in, Otherwise, they, they are big wheels. As well. they, are, they are big wheels as well. So right. if, they, if they don't have time, you will be... Um, eating something delicious but not perfect. No, but yeah, not like, the way. When I say yeah. that, I mean with all the with all the tasting notes um, that I can have. So the, um, the Maharero Lanzarote, they they have uh, again they have amazing weather there, and they they produce a very good um, milk, and now they're producing yogurt as well. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Every island, as you can see, is a little bit different from the other one. And the other day, with a friend from Gran Canaria, um, he came to my uh, to my shop, and I was I was surprised that he didn't know any of the cheeses I was selling. <laughs> and that's because the local production is that, that is more sometimes. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's rare it's rare to find in a different island. That makes sense. Um, those, I mean, they just sell it near to where it's made. So I had a question. I want to back you up just a second. So you said on, on the second island, there's a mixed cheese, a cow and goat. And what was the name of that cheese again? La. Um, sorry, can you can you repeat the question? Sure. Yeah, you went through another cheese before you got to the Gran Canaria, and uh, you told me about those cheeses. There was a second cheese that you mentioned called La Palmetta. Was that what it was? It or was no, it? Uh, queso, yeah, Palmetto cheese. Palmetta, yeah. Palmetto. Palmetto. Yeah, it's. Um, and that's a mix palmetto, of cow yeah, and goat. E A L M. Is like palm. Yeah. Like a palm. Yeah, but I got gotcha. you. Palmetto, yeah. Yeah. And that's the one um, with the with the with the bands with the lines yeah. after being smoked. Sure. Yeah, and it's at the big wheel, like around even 20 kilograms. And yeah. then, but what was the second um, cheese you mentioned? I, there was another one you mentioned right after that. That was a mixture. 
Ah, ya, 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 de el Reino Chis. Yes. It's from the island of El Hierro. Yeah, yeah nice. Um, the, that, that cheese, they are specializing now in produce, uh, they're trying to produce uh, ecological cheese. Yeah. Um, because um, uh, the Canarias, we have, we are, um, we have a lot of uh, tourism from um, sure. I'm sure you do. Germany. And the, in Germany, they, They are very into the um, ecological thing and everything. Uh, so um, uh, people who go there for like, hiking, you know, just to be relaxed and everything, they have the chance to try the uh, typical Reño cheese uh, from the Arena of El Hierro. Uh, but in this occasion, just uh, totally ecological. And that's something uh, that um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I am actually bringing that cheese to the... Uh, World Cheese Awards um, in, in, in Spain this year. That's we great. celebrated in San Sebastián. Yeah, because I think, it's, first of all, it's a really tasty cheese. Yeah. Um, there are not a lot of ecological cheeses here in the Canary Islands. So uh -huh. um, I want to give it a, a try. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, that's great. I mean, so, so you had some great success when you came over to the Fancy Food Show. You met some people who liked your products. Um, and, uh, you know, we have the one cheese uh, from your collection, the Maharero, which is available. Pe that's probably the one that, that, that people I know or that I'm the most familiar with uh, because of its, um, like, protected status. That's a, that's a cheese that I've been buying for or when I bought Spanish cheese that I bought quite a bit. But that's fantastic. So, so for any of our listeners, uh, when, when are we going to see your, uh, your cheeses on the shelves in some American cheese shops here? Well, um, I'm in touch with um, uh, um, a few distributors there. Great. Um, I I understand. I taste time, or at least it's supposed to be like that because uh, the way um, to, to to get things well done, I believe that you need time. Yeah. You need to um, uh, understand each other's uh, interest and and problems and everything so at the end the business will be um good for everybody you know what i mean i really so do so we are going step by step um i'm already with um i'm already um how can i say that a member of the fda yeah or something fantastic. Like that. i don't know if, if you call a member but yeah but I'm already there, and our um, uh, providers, our producers, they will be part of our membership, so um, we can um, export the products to the to the states. Yeah, and I don't know. I'll be very happy uh, if it will happen um, next year. Um, to be honest, awesome. I, next year I'm going again to the Fancy Show show. I am expecting some visitors at, in our uh, booth at the World Cheese Awards in San Sebastian. Um so yeah I'm I'm open to to start um with any of them that I know they like the cheeses but they need to they need to, well, to they need to go the, through the processes the, um, yeah they yeah. They, yeah everything um but I don't know I'll be very happy if next year you you can get it in a, in a shop over there. Awesome. <laughs> that would be like a dream. <laughs> well, well, yeah, at least for me that would be a dream. You know what? 
I when I when I decided to learn English, it was like five years ago, uh-huh. and I was already 27, and I was like, where to go to learn English? So sure. <laughs> I decided to go to Scotland. Oh uh, yeah. And everybody was like, you crazy going to Scotland? No, we can we can anything. see that and we can hear blah, blah, blah. that in your, in your accent a tiny bit. No, you, you're you're great. Like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I want to go there because if I if I get to understand them, yeah. I'll be I'll be I'll be ready to understand anybody all around the world who speaks English. So um, here I am. I I understood basically everything they were saying. Uh, I love the country. I love um, uh, everything related to Scotland, and I started. Yeah. Um, what people said is the most difficult place to start learning English. And I decided to go to the States. After someone of the industry told me, last step, yeah, yeah. it's the United, the, the United States of America. And I said, okay, then is where I'm going next. Yeah. <laughs> you well. have, like, it's complicated with the FDA, with everything. Yes. But once, you, you, once you're selling in the, in the United States, You are ready to sell uh, any place in the world, and that's why I decided to go there. Also, I have very good friends in the States, and I felt like at home here um, in Tenerife, the industry of the food, um, it's basically like people, like, let's say, around the 60s, you know yeah. what I mean? And Ooh, in New York, revolution. Found, like people <laughs> of my age, 30 yeah. years old, 25, that was fantastic, and they were very involved in the industry. Yeah, and they, they totally are. So, yeah, I actually think... I did very well going to the States, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Well, for cheese, right now, uh, you're in a great spot because there are a lot of people your age and just a lot of people people of all ages that do what we do, and we all love it. Um, I want to say thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day to come and talk to us on uh, on Cutting the Curd. Um, we really, really enjoyed it. And um, I want you guys to take a look out for Rafael Chacon's cheeses maybe next year. And if not for the cheeses, keep a look out for him because he's coming back to the fancy food show. And he's going to bring some cheese and you're going to have to eat it. <laughs> so thanks so much. And uh, we'll be back <laughs> next week with more Cutting the Curd. Take care, Rafael. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Ciao, ciao. See you next year. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.